Everson, and this is the story behind our music. As I said in my last show about Credence, I'm going to do some shows on Woodstock and the artists that perform there. This August will be the 50th anniversary of the festival, and I don't believe that you'll find many music events that play this much of a role in modern culture. It won't be an exhaustive list because I might not cover all the artists, but I believe you will find the ones that I do cover entertaining and maybe even enlightening. But in case you have lived the last half century in a cave, I'll explain to you just what Woodstock was. In August 1969, the Woodstock Music and Art Fair took place on a dairy farm in Bethel, New York. Over half a million people came to this 600-acre farm to hear 32 acts play over the course of four days, August 15th through the 18th. Many of the groups were very popular, some became very popular, others never made it too big, and one was even struck by a tragedy before they had a chance to make it. Some of the supergroups were Jefferson Airplane, Jimi Hendrix, The Grateful Dead, The Who, Janis Joplin, and Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, some of which you have listened to right here on KEOM. Woodstock is known as one of the greatest happenings of all time, and some have called it the most pivotal moment of music history. Michael Lang and the three other young men who formed Woodstock Ventures to produce the festival expected a big crowd. They pre-sold 100,000 tickets, but I don't believe they had any idea just how big. By Wednesday, August 13th, two days before the actual start of the show, some 60,000 people had already arrived and set up camp. By Friday, the roads were so clogged with cars that performing artists had to arrive by helicopter. Even though all those tickets were sold prior to the festival weekend, they became unnecessary as swarms of people descended on the concert grounds to take part and overwhelmed the venue. That weekend, Bethel temporarily became the third largest city in New York State, twice the size of Buffalo. Feeding a half million people was a logistical nightmare. A New Mexico commune called The Hog Farm was initially hired to help keep the peace, but peace wasn't a problem. They quickly switched gears and started recruiting new members on the spot to help cook and serve the crowd. A local Jewish community center and a restaurant in town heard about the food shortages. They too sprang into action, supplying thousands of sandwiches, many that were peanut butter and jelly, that were eventually flown into the festival. Johnny Mitchell, who did not perform at Woodstock, but chose to appear on the Dick Cavett television show instead, said, Woodstock was a spark of beauty, where half a million kids saw that they were a part of a greater organism. She was so moved by the stories that her then-boyfriend, Graham Nash, told her that she pinned the song Woodstock. It's the song you are hearing now, and it became a big hit for his band, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Michael Lang said about the festival that was advertised as three days of peace and music. That's what means the most to me, the connection to one another felt by all of us who worked on the festival, all those who came to it, and the millions who couldn't be there, but were touched by it. It was a historic and peaceful happening. Three days of music, half a million people, some rain and mud, and the rest is history. I'm Addie, and you can see more of my The Story Behind Our Music at thestorybehindourmusic.tumblr.com.